listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. I'm Soul Time, and you are listening to episode 63. We have surpassed my age, at least, which is good. And I'm here with Romance Girl, Green Stego, and Sally Bug. How's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good, I'd say. Pretty good. Well, that's yeah, good. I'm doing well. Doing Down well. So we to... have two pretty goods and one doing well. I'd say we're uh, above average, I'm going to call it. Countdown. Because I'm doing super doopity do today. Um, well, we have a lot to talk about, and we have nothing to talk about all at the same time. That's what makes this podcast great. It's the yin, the yang, the hardcore versus the casual, the um, diehard fan who will stick with Bungie through thick and thin versus the person who abandons ship. Mm. <laughs> you say abandon ship, really? <laughs> Oh, like we, we have some exciting stuff going on. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like um, I should warn if Richard or Pelham are listening into this podcast or whatever to have a box of tissues near them when they hear <laughs> what Sally Bug's thinking about. But anyway, let's get on with the show. Let's let's talk get about let's talk about our transition, our personal transitions and our feelings uh going <laughs> going through the end of the season of plunder into the brand new season um how did how did uh i mean we're looking back now hindsight's 2020 they say so looking back and and giving a nice salute to uh, season 18, season of the plunder. Uh, how's everybody feeling about that? Did it wrap up nicely? Did it sit well? I know there's a lot of rumblings in the community community about burnout and stuff like that, but there's also some voices of positivity. And I wonder... Um, I, I didn't feel burnt out at all. I just made season rank 100. Um, hey, congratulations! Last week. Dude! That's big yeah. for you. That's big for I you. I didn't. I didn't get the cry mutiny. It's okay. Um, no, neither did I. We were close this time, but eh. couldn't seal the deal. We could have done a, a no grind session with. Um, yeah, if we were more dedicated, we would have done it. If I was further behind on us in the season pass. Um, yeah, that was then, your main goal, though. Yeah, my main goal was season rank a hundred, um, right, and we right. had our. We had planned on doing like a gambit session to get all the gambit seasonal challenges basically all in one session. Um, wow! But we, okay. we ended up doing like one strike and got a challenge, and that boosted me the rest of the way. So I was like, "Yeah, let's just do some item management instead." I like your attitude I because if it were me in that position, I would be so nervous and stressed trying to get it all done last minute you know what i mean it's like 
oh, I got to get this done. I got to get that crime mutiny. I'm so close. And then it's like the the old thing where you're you choose a line to stand into stand in at the grocery store, and it turns out you got the one where they have to look up prices or call the home offices in Sioux City, Iowa, to do something and then the line next to you is moving really fast but you don't want to get into it because you've already invested 10 minutes in the line you're in right and so yeah it could be any second now yeah. that it'll move right along <laughs> if there's anything exactly there's anything, that's the feeling i get at the end of these seasons <laughs> there there is nothing quite like that feeling of being in line at the grocery store and you're just kind of looking ahead and you notice the light goes of the cash of the register light goes from on to blinking. Oh yeah. There's not. Oh, oof. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, um, yeah. I, I've tried to take a more relaxed approach in, um, these past few years and just, mm -hmm. um, I am way better at stacking bounties than green stego though. So I usually get rank a hundred. No problem. That's the key too. I, I'm glad and you brought that up. Challenges. I, I pay I pay close attention on dim, which seasonal challenges I can like knock out right away. Right. So I can usually like sneak a couple more seasonal Couple's challenges. Up. Yeah. And now that's for, the key. for our listeners at home, Sally Bug and I commute together back and forth into work. And so we and it's about 45, 50 minutes each way now that we've taken a different route. Uh, but we have a lot of time to talk and we've already sort of discussed our feelings about the story ending where the story left off or how they ended the season of the plunder. And we weren't that thrilled with it, to be honest. Uh, it was, it was nice. I don't, I think by now, should we be careful with spoilers here? Sally Bug? Um, no, I, no, I think enough no. time has passed by. Okay, it's a new season. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. you know, it was very, it was refreshing to, I, you know, I kind of, I wasn't that surprised Osiris was involved in the end, you know, coming, coming to consciousness again. Uh, but the sort of Harlequin romance thing was like kind of weird. It was like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I know they have a relationship and everything, but it was like... Uh, I felt like they were, you know, how they do these, you know, um, collaborations with Fortnite. Now they're doing Assassin's Creed, um, Valhalla. Uh, I thought they were doing a liaison with um, Hallmark Channel or <laughs> or Lifetime. <laughs> I think that's extremely disrespectful to the writers. Uh, maybe it, maybe it is, but that's how I'm being honest about how I felt about it. I was like taken yeah. aback. I was like, Oh, wh why'd they do that? Like, why'd they go that direction with it? But I mean, and, and, and as usual, it all, it all boils down to kind of like expectations. So, right. Like if yeah. your expectation is to have a little more, um, I wanted to be insight. hyped for this season. Like they've done in the yeah. past or, you know, a little Just more a insight. Taste. Yeah little more insight into um our t you know just really tying up you know what the hell we were we were doing with all of the um you know it, it, i i felt for me it wasn't so much i mean like you know a little bit of the romance thing is like you know for me it was just 
felt I was left wanting more information, you know, on, you know, maybe how in the world, you know, Mistrax was able to use the power of those relics to make that tea. Like, I don't know. Just it, it, I liked the idea behind using the power of those relics to finally bring Osiris back. It's just, I, I wish there was a little more information about how that was done. Maybe like, you want a whole, but I don't know how. Like, the, but I don't know how. Bad I guess you could write series. Um, some fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like I said, I don't know how necessarily that would be done. Per se, it's just um, you know what your expectations are. Like I expected, my expectations were going to be were more related to story than um. The, and and so I felt like just uh, n dissatisfied with it. Huh. Like it just didn't. I was it, more confused. It, I, just, I was like, huh? I gotta say, I felt um, complete opposite when we logged in and the that story. Um, was revealed to us. It was like I was overcome with emotion. I was so happy oh, for nice. um, yeah. Saint to um like this this story that's been like going on of Saint um and like everybody who runs into him in like the the lore books whenever we it's like hey how you hanging in there Saint and it's like <laughs> how do you think um right every right. moment is just I'm at his bedside just waiting sitting on the edge yeah um, waiting for it so yeah I, it was it was for me it was just yeah I think beautiful. we were both invested in the story of Osiris waking up so for I, us, I was we were excited about it yeah for I me I see was... what you're saying I, I guess I, I the thing about school time said about expectations is key because I didn't have and I, I don't really I don't have those types of expectations. And and oh, for me, it wasn't story. So I think that I'm a lower bar, I guess, to pass. I just, <laughs> I'm like maybe. in it. For me, you know, it wasn't necessarily like you know. Of course, I'm like super happy for Saint, you know. And and actually, you mentioned that to Soul Time. It's like obviously these two have a connection. I mean, Osiris was willing to like be lost in the corridors of time forever to get Saint back. So we re we know that connection, and um, I, I don't I don't know what exactly i will wanted or expected it just it, it maybe i'm just old and an old fogey and it's harder to it's harder i guess i'm know. the same way sally bug i'm the same way but i'm also kind of been entrained in my defense i've been entrained by the the story beats for the past couple of years and, I mean, um, Osiris is a key part of this story. Oh no, no, no! Yes. I, you know, yeah, regardless, regardless of up. how you reveal it, it's just kind mm -hmm. of the kiss thing. Reminded me of like more of a, a different style than they've been doing. It's that would be implied through through dialogue mm -hmm. or art rather than just showing this 
aha video is what it reminded me of. <laughs> like an but 80s music and MTV video. Right, right. Like, yeah. uh, okay, we, okay. Uh, what? They are, <laughs> they are it was, doing more um, overt storytelling right it was kind of like mentioned this before shouldn't this be like implied like with a with a cut scene or something i don't know i'm just i'm I'm you know and maybe in a way it's like and now that we're talking about it part of me is just like i feel like i'm peeking in on the what should be a very private moment that i should not (laughs) be watching i blushed a little bit because like as across said i wish this cutscene happened in front of us as the guardian i wish we were there and I was like, was "What? Actually, there? That was right. Really weird. We were there. <laughs> no, we were actually. Now that we're talking there. about it, I think no, no, that's that, what my uneasiness. That would make is. it worse. <laughs> yeah, we all know the connection the two of them ha- have, and I'm so happy for them. I think but I romance wanna, like this is, is a, their private I, I moment. Love, I love romance. I love love stories. I think that having that be a part of the destiny universe in not just implied or in lore books but just having it on screen i think it was like nice i i enjoyed it, it. really is i no, mean I it's the it's most iconic it's a matter of taste i guess of destiny but, but hats too, off to really. them for deciding to change the style up a little bit i guess you know not everybody's gonna I mean, like it, it right it i mean it, it it's forever it's gonna different. be the most uh, iconic love story of the of all time like i said you know yeah. what osiris went through just to bring saint back mm-hmm. what he was willing to sacrifice to do so um and yeah i don't know anyway but um, it's also terms, i guess i guess the other thing of, is how is this going to transition into what we're doing now in the new season. And we haven't gotten far enough in. I mean, well, I mean, Osiris we is, the, is involved. We saw the first scenes, right? Because the mm-hmm. intro scenes, and we know Osiris is very much... I kind of had forgotten the whole Anna-Osiris connection. Right, and he's a bit cranky. Been a while. So far, he's been a little bit cranky with what I've played. I haven't played much. Well, that's I mean, kind of really his character. A, it is. He, I mean, I was going to say, he really has a broken character. From he's a little cranky. Yeah. Remember who <laughs> he's Osiris a bit of a curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, uh, he introduce himself as I have no equal? Like, that's that's on brand for Osiris. Yeah. It's great to see this um, very sudden return to form. And he's like, that he has a, impatient. I think he should. Whole, I'm, I'm with Okaira. I think he, was, Yeah, go ahead. The whole situation with Sabathun didn't change him at all, which is in a way good, right? Because it's like, oh, wait, now we finally have our Osiris back because he was a little odd when he was like basically taken over by Sabathun, right? Mm -hmm. And we all had said, hmm, something's a little off here with him. And now it's like, nope, nothing's off. This is our Osiris. Yeah. It's like it was weird for him to be so nice before yeah it's kind of nice to like just have it's like the first time osiris is really back right it's kind of nice to have him so i'm i'm and if um anyone what did you see the trailer that was shown at the game awards did you have a chance to look at that yet yeah we did and i'm pretty sure that's his voice in the beginning Mm -hmm. oh yeah um, and so we know he's going to have yeah, he's got a, a major role, role <clears throat> in 
um, whatever is going to happen in the next in Lightfall. So, and it'll be interesting to see how the war, like what happens with the war mine and how that all is connected. Is the war mine going to be the one that sends us out, out to Niamuna? I don't know. Well, it seems like um, he knows that we're headed to Neomuna, Osiris does, but he just doesn't, he can't find it because he was ranting to Anna, sorry, <clears throat> Anna, about how um, the hidden say there's nothing there. Like they can't, they just, they can't find it. They've scoured the entire planet. They don't know where Neomuna is. So is. They, they need um, Rasputin's help to break the cloaking technology. Uh-huh. Right. Well, that's why we uh, are we are the, the war mind the warriors. The season, not the not one. the um I did grind a little bit. I got my big packet of bright dust. The glory playlist wasn't as bad as I anticipated and it was able to get through that like you know most of it was me like backing freelance. Off. Of the crucible yet yeah, just went into the freelance and really like i know the glory playlist doesn't exist anymore it's got a different brand name um that laddered rank but um it it yeah it was okay i was at the i felt like i contributed a bit but wasn't always like i kind of um I always feel, but I think that's part of the reason why going into like a competitive slash ranked area, I'm hesitant to do so for fear that I'm not going to be able to help at all. But I didn't feel that like I, that was what was holding me back. But then once I got in there, it's like, no, I can contribute. I mean, I may not be top of the table or anything, but I feel like I'm... Uh, Doing that have to do with the skill-based matchmaking? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure it Absolutely. does. Absolutely, for sure. And it'd be I have not. I mean, honest in all honesty, I just got on this morning. Like it was kind of a. It's very busy, the next couple of weeks for school. So today was the first I got I got on this morning. Only one more week after waking up. So, um, I've only had a chance to delve a little like see the the first scene and play a little bit in the open world do a few strikes so i haven't had a chance to see what the crucible's like at all and i haven't heard too much about it has anyone else or anyone tried the crucible or tried the um rank the new ladder no. system Division. Right. All part of oh yeah, I, the competitive really, division. Is that what they call I don't, it? I don't prefer PvP. I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. It can be fun, but um I like doing as much PvE as I can before I I'll tell you what the one thing I'm looking forward to, because I think they're trying to parse it out this season, is the team matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I would feel more comfortable getting on with all of us because I, I feel like, say the four of us got on and we happen to be with Richard and Pelham as well. Um, 
that we would be able to be in a team with like kind of an equal um, distribution. I mean, I know that's a lot to ask of of destiny. So I know that I I just can't even imagine um trying to do that um on a large scale as this in terms of matchmaking and so forth but it would be fun to be able to get in with my friends and not feel like they're trying to tweak things at least and make things better for the the wider community i definitely feel like they're they're putting in an effort and they just uh, honestly i just need to stay off twitter because it's just Twitter the negative is very negative. It's a cesspool it's of negativity. Right. It's, like it's um, group polarization is right. a huge phenomenon, I think. It's just like mm-hmm. if someone says, I'm getting a little tired of this season, it quickly turns into Bungie needs to get, do away with the seasonal model immediately. Like it's like it goes from right. just like a very fair um criticism to like extreme opinion so quickly i know i know and it's just and and i I think i had mentioned this to soul time on one of our commutes it's like people don't really have the understandings like if people are just now saying okay this is good this is getting a little old this whole upgrade thing it'd be nice if bungie you know shook it up they're hearing that now but it's not like they can like just flip a switch and and switch out the model oh you don't like this okay fine we'll pull it out and put something else in right but now here, that's not the, the way development works that's not the yeah. way game development yeah. works i mean what the, you know they're always like six months in advance so hearing this now we'll probably start seeing a change if they're gonna look, look to change which according to yeah, they, um, blackburn they are but we'll see that in six months or in like be, not yeah, this season not next season the, yeah down the yeah, road later down the road they're looking to yeah, like look. I, I people who have worked on the season said like I'm I'm glad you can see what I've been working on for the past few months. Like they don't realize that right. These are things that ta- that are ta- just because you can get through it in a day doesn't mean that these aren't it's hard making video games. So right. These are things that have put a lot of time and effort behind yeah. them. And and I feel like it's super disrespectful when people say, oh, they're just copying pasting from old models. It's like, well, yeah, they're using the same models, but it's not just a copy paste. No, oh, we're just going to go to a different not, location. You know, that's a lot not the that way game development. Yeah. Um, I'm actually but, happy that they're using, especially this season. Um, I've been saying to Daniel for a while, like, Europa is one of the most underused. They made these beautiful environments, and then we never go there. Right. right. So I am so happy about this season. And I and I'm um I'm actually intrigued that they pulled in Clovis Bray, like the AI of Clovis Bray. Yeah, um, it seems like in previous um years we would expect Clovis to just be a one-off villain that we don't hear from again. Right. And right. now it just uh these like moving cast of characters, like anyone can pop in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, it's I'd like to hear from Elsie. Yep. Yeah, me too. I I'm so hoping that she will have um a say in all this or or have some level of input. Yeah, just just a um, little nod from Elsie. Yeah. 
or just yeah like just coming up and going all right anna and clovis what the hell is going on here yeah, what the fuck is happening oh, <laughs> yeah. exactly that's out. kind of where i yeah. feel <laughs> so um so so far you know like i said haven't we i'm very new and fresh to it but um i feel like i unlike plunder which if what we were trying to work towards was getting the power of the relics to bring osiris back if that was more well known throughout feel like i would have been more invested in that story do you understand what i'm saying yeah i just wasn't expecting a cutscene. i didn't see this cutscene as like i get what you're saying because i didn't see this cutscene as like oh a culmination of season of plunder i know that they tied it in sort of i saw right. it more as like remember um saladin's cutscene. it just that was kind of just a complete side story with saladin that didn't really drive the story forward it was just kind of like giving him more character depth right and that's kind of how i viewed this cutscene. i saw it more as just like an emotional character arc um, right and just kind of was on, along for the ride with it i wasn't thinking oh here we go they're gonna tie everything up so i can, <laughs> I can understand yeah. if that's what you were thinking then Maybe you'd be disappointed, the, but I the, I was more like, oh, okay, the, we're getting a uh, we're getting a bonus cutscene. I wasn't expecting right. a cutscene for the end of the season. And they did a little bit, right? They, I mean, because yeah, they, they definitely they, did tie in some elements, but I just right. I wasn't looking at it as like this will be the culmination of the season. I didn't think this cutscene was for and for me, and I I mean maybe it was supposed to be, but I'm just saying I think that my expectations were different because I thought it was yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, um, I think that it was just because. More a bonus story. The beat. plunder season I thought was actually pretty fun. I thought a lot of what, you know, especially Catch Crash was pretty fun. I thought I found Catch Crash. I didn't really, um, I didn't do it so much that I got bored with it. Um, yeah. Expeditions, I got a little tired of, but the catch crash, I really actually really enjoyed. And um, but as far as what are we doing now and why, that was kind of like okay, we're getting these relics, and then we're what are what are we doing that? We're just trying to keep them out of the hands of Aramis, but then ended up doing it more. I don't know. It just felt like it. It was a storyline that was floating out there that wasn't wasn't as cohesive to the overall story arc as it could be. I kind I can make the connections now, but it felt disjointed at the time. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, cuz I can see the connection now. It's like, okay, so Aramis obviously is getting influenced by the witness and so we want to keep these um these and she's seeking power wherever she can find it. And then we've got these Nazarak things that got scattered throughout. But I still didn't quite understand, like, what the pirate thing was all about. But anyway. I think it's just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah if you can just fun. play it without, like, it's like, okay, well, here's yeah. the thing. Stop here's going the thing. really in-depth. casual players really need to, what, I, what, we're, what unifies us all is ultimately... We play video games for fun. 
Right. And, it was and like I said, X Crash yeah, really Destiny, was I'm a lot of I'm trying to be fun. dismissive of people who want deeper story because Destiny is known for its deeper story. Um, right. But I think that they're, I think they were trying to just find a balance between having, you know, that like, just having a flavorful um, season, which is like the, mm. the flavor is pirates. Right, right. I mean, it doesn't have, if you think too hard about it, it really doesn't make sense. But right. just don't think too hard about it. Don't think too hard. Yeah, just pirates. I think Go they have did fun. a good job tying in like Rax's past life and Spider and his um, association. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, it was nice to get that background, you know, the background story of Miss Rex and Spider and that connection. But I think what you um, sacrifice with going with the seasonal model is that kind of um, deeper thread throughout because, you know, you're having you're having to have. Well, there's first of all, different teams working on each season. So that's going to be harder to. uh, I don't know. And full time together. I know we've gone back and forth with this, right? But me and I, I believe we brought this up last time at our in our last um, podcast. But um, for me, it was like if they just did a DLC with kind of a hefty season seasonal drop about halfway through, and then you know spatter some live stuff between that, like the um guardian games and festival of the loss and dawning and all of that but um it's a lot to ask it's a lot to ask of the game developers to have like this seasonal drop and this seasonal content that yeah and i think that it's a it's a balance that again we we don't have the benefit of there being a lot of games like destiny that came before it it's kind of you right doing its own unique thing um Mm -hmm. So you have I mean, like you have like Fortnite and other games that are also doing seasonal models and being a live game, but those are also just relatively new as far as just this right. type of. Well, I mean, now like at the Game Awards, what was the best live, um, live service game was Final Fantasy fourteen. I think it was fourteen. Is that right? Yep. Um, and I don't know anything and anything about that game. I haven't played it at all. This <laughs> made me curious, right? And interested. It's like, okay, so what are they doing? Because I I've played other iterations of Final Fantasy. So it would curious on you know what they do. So what I was gonna say, and I like I do think that we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I from a personal standpoint think that they should just Lean, uh, step back on the promising seasonal activities and more mm. um, put more effort into revamping these core playlists. Like, right. I would rather have, like, okay, this season we're getting a new PvP map and that's it. Like, right. that's the new thing you're getting this season rather than this season you're getting two new match made activities. Like that, and I, I, have, I don't know how equivalent those are. That's you know they're two different right. departments. But I think that uh, for me personally, I would rather just having new things to do in the core playlist and revamping new ways to interact with those. Exactly. With like, I mean, like having new strikes and stuff. Well, I mean, I guess they are trying to make the new seasonal activities uh, available to go on Vanguard Ops. So right, that's and I, and one I direction. I, 
I actually was going to bring that up. I, I mean, happy they wrote, they like tied in the um, core battlegrounds into the Vanguard Ops playlist. Yeah, I think that's to, smart. I think that's smart too. And I'm hoping that they'll do more of that, right? It's just like, okay, so we can add a couple of other types of things into that core playlist so that you're not just running those same strikes. And I'm I'm in agreement with you. If we just got like a new um strike and a new PvP map. Yeah. More every now and again and then still be able to just focus on what those core playlists are. It, that you didn't get burned out of those playlists because you had um, some new material in there. Is that why you're not um, going to purchase the season past this season? Oh, he's coming right out and saying it. I thought I thought you said you already did. <laughs> no, I did. Yes, I'm asking yeah. about you. Oh me! Sally Bug said know. she's not going yes. to purchase. The I'm, season I did pass. not. No, no. <laughs> Can we get some like siren effects for the? I in, in the in the. <laughs> woo, 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 in my woo. defense, I just and if you remember either last podcast or the podcast before that, it's like yeah, this is getting old. I'm starting to wonder whether or not I should do that or whether I should just kind of concentrate on finishing up some things from Witch Queen that I haven't done yet. But um I know that I'm going to. I, I, but I think if even if I do, I already looked at it, it's like I already have silver in my in in my Xbox. I already have like half of it um half of it credited. So I would only need to pay five bucks to get the rest of it. And so, what is that? That's a cup of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. So, it's... What, yeah. if, you, what if you didn't have I that? Would look, I would look at the cosmetics. Um, I See, for us personally, uh, personally, I think that, like, just looking at, like, oh, this is just a way, a way to get a new, a couple new sets of armor. Right. You know, oh. and if you buy that for silver, it's usually like more than an entire season pass. So I think that having, if you like the cosmetics, right. then it's a good deal. Having access to to the weapons and oh, and um, the exotic this season is a lot of fun. Has anyone to, uh, had a chance to use that? Manticore. I haven't bought the I haven't bought the season pass yet, so no. <laughs> so she um, hasn't decided whether she's buying the season pass or not yet. I think I probably will. Yeah, but what if, you, what if you She's didn't have the silver lying around? Yeah, school time. Have you tried this um, new Void exotic submachine gun? The Manticore? No, I have not. If I hadn't had the... If I didn't have... If I really was hurt for money and didn't have the $10 to spare, it might be one of those things to say, you know, if it's a difference between me being able to pay my electricity bill or... Whoa, one, whoa, whoa! <laughs> if or, I have to kill my firstborn child or play the next season, I think I'm going to save my child. No, come on. I didn't make it that bad. But I, no, Or like to say, like, okay, I really want to... Disney bill, you can't play Destiny. I think you did. <laughs> And also, it's like it, with winter, like winter saying, is coming. I don't think I don't think the price of it is that right. It's you know it's ten dollars. Mm. It's 
But if it were the difference between, okay, I have this amount of money in my budget and that $10 could either go to me and my enjoyment or I can buy a gift for my grandchild for Christmas. If I were in that position, then I might like hold off a little bit. But like I said, I it's only five bucks for me because I already have a credit in there and yeah. it's well, and not me, breaking I, the ba- um... bank. I it's do not like the Microsoft rewards. There's a way to earn points through Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I usually have enough money that way. Yeah. And I can look into that. So um, there's, um, but... there's other reasons to take a pass on the season pass other you than don't financial. Necessarily. I think the season pass. What if you don't is... have time to play it? Yeah, and I you, wouldn't get you, it if you aren't going to play Destiny that season. Yeah, right. if you're just going to do your core playlist or you, you need a break, but so you're just going to you know, keep your head in the game, but just do all the stuff that came with the DLC. Or you just not even keep game. your take. Even if you were like, say, okay, I'm really just going to take a pass. I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to play this. I've, I have a whole long list of other games I want to play. I'm going to play those games and take yeah. a break from Destiny we for just, a couple months. We yeah, you don't buy the pass. And we were going over how many games we had to play. And then uh, Green Stego saw the season of Seraph trailer and said, never mind our backlog. Let's play Destiny. <laughs> right. And now, was it, was it really a trailer, me. though? Trailers yeah. only come out before oh, we talked about something that, is released. Right. Uh, timing of a trailer, like it's just like usually you want trailer as like a hype. You go to, you see a trailer in a movie theater, it's to a movie not that you're getting ready to watch. Right? Yeah. It's a it's something you see ahead of time to say, ooh, I really want to go do that. I think there's two sides of that coin. When we live in this digital click bay age, if you release a trailer online and someone goes to buy the new season and it's not out yet, I think you've lost a customer. But on the other end of that, if you have someone who's like, you know, tired of the current season and they really want to just have that a uh, little bit of teaser so I know what's coming so I can yeah. be invested. Then I'm just surprised lose, it didn't come someone's, out. Like- um, interest that way. So... Well, I, can surprise- I, I can say for one that the lack of a trailer may have contributed to my lackluster response to the ending cutscene because they usually use that cutscene to to hype up the next season, what's coming. It's like, oh, a little cliffhanger. I can't wait for the next season. Yes, they've done when's that the in the past. When's last time we had a cutscene that led into maybe my memory? I my memory. Yeah, they they, they usually um foreshadow what's coming or leave something hanging that's like oh you know that's gonna come in we did not have a foreshadow of season of plunder we didn't even know that aramis was gonna come back until the day of that i what the they didn't do a quote-unquote trailer they didn't do a preview or release a a trailer ahead of season of the plunder either but not just a trailer they didn't have a cutscene either i i don't think this is actually a thing that they they usually do where they mm. actually launch into next season what season it's came actually after season pretty, usually pretty dis because like what did they do from season to, from season of haunted to launch into oh i guess season of haunted was season of plunder yeah yeah from haunted i forget to which what the season was before that yeah what was before um, plunder or haunted what season was before haunted? before haunted was risen 
It was Witch Queen. Did Risen tease? I guess the Callus and at Helm was the tease for. They usually tease at the next season or where the, where the story beats are going in those final cut scenes. Well, I, they, they did say I'm looking at the season of the Risen final, final cut scene. scene. There isn't usually a final cut scene that teases the next season. I, I, I will say that we're in a bit of uncharted territory with um, Destiny in terms of how far things have been pushed back with the release date of the their major content drop, which mm-hmm. used to be a fall release, and now it's... February. Um, February. Yeah, February, yeah. And so, and the last yeah, couple yeah, of February. seasons, they've done... Um, the last couple of years, rather. They said, like, this is Season of the Queen, and they, they did it, like... Upcoming is Season of the Witch Queen, um, is the Witch Queen DLC, and... Then right after that trailer, they did like, and now we have um, this season with um, Queen Mara. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that I don't think we've ever had a cutscene at the end of the season that tells us what's coming next. Yeah, I think this is a fabrication. And before, no, I don't think they had a cutscene at the end of them. I did. I think. I mean, we had a bit of an epilogue, but not really like a cutscene per se, yeah, right? Because so that's what I'm saying. We had the big callus head or whatever, yeah, but we have exactly. had seasonal, the at home. I feel like we've had seasonal trailers before, but I could be completely wrong here. Like, so my memory is very. Where's, um, um, I think there should be a teaser. I think the name, the name of the season, should be released, and then you do a full trailer the day of. Yeah. yeah, just like a yeah, like a, a ten second well, teaser okay. trailer. Yeah, thing. Just, just zooming out a little bit and going back to the more general um, seasonal template that they've developed is, um, I think, a product of all the whining about not enough to do. So they came up with mm-hmm. this seasonal backbone of upgradable thingy with two uh, activities. And it's and it is do. and it's drop in replacement for pushing story beats and it worked really well until people are starting to get tired of it now and it's like well this is what you asked for and I yeah. agree with Romance Girl if you if you, the, it would it almost seems like the DLCs are what's really hitting home and make it that that's award winning stuff. Witch Queen yeah, is Witch so Queen. amazing. Beyond Light so Beyond amazing. Beyond Light was good. All of, yeah. all of it. And and so yeah. the maybe, last maybe, three maybe the DLC have, like, been fantastic. A yearly DLC with maybe like halfway through the year another sort of mini DLC. Yeah, the thirtieth anniversary also was very well received. And, and so then they I could do something exactly like that. little things like that. Yeah. Keep keep the yeah. events. Keep the events. Mm-hmm. You know the dawning, the the uh, festival of the lost type stuff, the and moments of I triumph. I do have notes about and, the events, but do keep right. them. And then if 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 they did that, it would allow them the resources and manpower to uh, concentrate, like you said, uh, romance girl, on the core playlist stuff and innovating in within those areas, and also debugging because. It, They've had a lot of bugs too, because they they don't have the resources to play test these short turnaround seasonal uh, 
things that they're doing. And so yeah, I, I feel like I it's, feel the yeah, game would improve. The bigger the game gets, exactly. I feel the like the game, game would improve right, if you so much. I feel like yeah, if you backed back off of this bit. crazy every six weeks. I don't think they can back off of the seasonal model, but I think it should just be a battle pass. I don't think there should be um, yeah. activities yeah. attached to it. I think it's too much. Right, pare it down. I pare it down. Even. And I'm not even criticizing the seasonal activity team. I think what they like Sally Bug said, Catch Crash was fun. Expeditions is no, fun. I just but they're starved if, if for you have resources. To play the same it's, thing over I and over it's... again, and then you're you're making all of these activities at such a high turnaround. I mean, when when you're the coming out playlists right, start getting neglected. Exactly when you come out and you say, "Oh, next year we're having a uh, one new." map for crucible and then at the same time well, you're put, you're putting yeah, in a but... you're putting in a, a help wanted for people who know how to design crucible maps yeah. it tells me you're right. starved for resources right for this game and so i i i feel like it would be a better game if they did drop some of this like they're trying to do too much for too many people and mm -hmm. and getting back mm -hmm. to the basic core of a strong core game, right? And uh, who cares if somebody can't make a career off of it streaming twenty four seven, and and cut through all the content? I mean, you know, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah, I I mean, again, I I would be fine with like do the DLC, and then like halfway through drop something similar to like their um. Their anniversary, thirtieth anniversary, or something yeah, with a couple, like a twenty or thirty dollar, right? you know, you know, like about half the cost, with like maybe one new activity, like Dares of Eternity, right? <laughs> something fun that you can hop in and do that has some stuff. And yeah, new... but, but like if if but... we were rewind a little, um, there was I just I feel like people are getting vendor fatigue. Yes, just like. Yep. And I a remember that, there, you know, Poojay too. was saying that the future of Destiny, they should have, you know, you should be able to focus engrams at each vendor. And mm -hmm. I was very skeptical. And then they went that way. And now I really do feel a little vindicated because I'm I they haven't even finished upgrading every vendor, but I don't want them to, you know. Right, right. And the seasonal vendor for sure ever, is but, getting, I mean, I don't um, know about you guys, but I don't ever bother right. with the upgradable the engrams right. from yeah. the vendors. What Just, do you do? So did I don't bother with, I, I mean, I swear I rarely pick up the engrams that drop from leveling up the vendors. Oh, in the top corner. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I think that they have a chance to bother. drop red frames these days, though. So yeah, yeah, you I should. Mean, All I'm saying is when. Well, if it's um, a patterned red frame, but yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is the patterned red frame for the seasons. I mean, I'll do the season. I usually do the seasonal ones. Yeah, not the vendor, not the core playlist vendors. Mm -hmm. the, I, I don't... have an idea for the core playlist no. vendors is maybe for the seasonal weapon. Um, it's craftable and you get a red frame from each vendor. Oh. And you need like three to craft it. After after you got into a certain level? Yeah, yeah like the like the cry mutiny if or that's whatever. At, like that sixteen um, or the season yeah, fell That's a little much. Yeah, well, but like for, it's a get lot the red, for us casuals. So this was a, sure. as a response to me saying, um, I wish that you could get the 
cry mutiny with enhanced perks and she was like oh well make it craftable make it craftable yeah. instead of like like you get a different version of it from each of them it's a red frame it's good but what you really want to do is get one from each so that you can craft it level it up get those enhanced perks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like it i like that idea it's just there's um, so I mean, much. I mean, I've got enough. What do you do with a game to... that's been around? When did right. Destiny Two come out? For heaven's sakes! Right. And they have shaken much. things up. They changed. I haven't even things done around. all the Witch Queen stuff. Come on right. now. So no, we haven't and, finished Legendary Witch Queen campaign yet. Yeah, one yeah, of the right. moments of triumph. Yeah, one We're of casual the casual players. Right. One of the things that, um, you know, I was just thinking about is that. You can buy that season pass, but just like Romance Girl was saying, just think of it more as like a battle pass and not put the energy into worrying about the quote unquote upgrade upgradable thingy. Yeah. Um, right. It's like it's like, flash. yeah, I could do that, but I don't have to do that. I could just get the other perks from the season pass and not worry about the quote unquote upgradable thingy. Yeah. And I think that's probably where I'm gonna go is like not worry about my focus on it. Not worry about I'm not gonna worry about the seasonal challenges because those are the things and that's where that repetitiveness comes in because a lot of those seasonal challenges require you do one thing a lot yeah (laughs) and so it's like hey what if i just don't click on that bar regardless yeah and not worry (laughs) about those seasonal challenges that's that is it definitely just, the key for um our enjoyment of the game is yeah just and if it happens tired of something just stop doing it and if it if happens vicariously that's fun it's like oh yeah. hey look i got it i got a it's almost like getting a bonus bright dust pack from eververse yeah right it's just like oh i just got a challenge and i didn't even know it was there right so mm-hmm. i i think i might go that route this time so that I can, it's just a way to alleviate my own personal burnout. And, um, and this is a good segue into our next topic, which is moments of triumph. If I don't get the, if I don't get the cry mutiny, I'm going to cry FOMO. (laughs) Cry mutiny is not available anymore. It's the new one, right? Exactly. I said cry FOMO. I think you can buy it. Can you? In the little kiosk. It's a pretty oh, the little but, kiosk. Yeah. The little no, the, kiosk next to the ball. You can buy the ornament. The one. I, yeah, the ornament. Yeah, you yeah. can buy the ornament. You can buy the ornament. Like, buy the ornament well, why didn't they tell me that at the beginning lot. of the season of plunder? It costs like two ascendant shards or something per ornament. But yeah, a cipher, right? Darn that mm, weasel! Not an exotic cipher. Only for the exotics. Oh, okay. It just costs like ascendant shards, which yeah. I still use regularly. Ascendant yeah. shards and a lot of um, legendary, and a lot of glimmer too. It's 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 expensive, but yeah. they they do let you 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 can buy it after the season is over. Can I just say just a little bit that I've noticed? I'm actually really liking the idea behind just using the planetary materials as a as a glimmer exchange. Yeah, I do miss it, but I, I 
I the it's necessary to cut down on currency. Cut down the currencies. Right. I like. But you it. still have it. They still have them out in the wild, and you can still pick them up. So if you're like glimmer poor, you just like put on a on a planetary material ghost, grab a bunch of stuff, and take them in and exchange them with. Um, Master yeah, but that's going to be going away. Yeah, yeah you just, just so. pick them up. Yeah. You get glimmer on site when you interact right. with them. Exactly. You get yeah. Reputation. Well, you game. Don't get on, I think putting on a, a six glimmer booster and um, farming public events will be very rewarding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And they have, um, but they have, you can, for now, if you didn't get rid of your, if you didn't exchange them for coins yeah, during that community few. event, I, they, I think the exchange you is can less get now, glimmer. But- yeah, they get, it did. It's you got ripped off if you, unless you get another f- cry FOMO I, again. It was it was one that I knew was on my list, but oh, I just was too lazy. You're too lazy. <laughs> Myself are going through dim. I actually like. I was like my my vault and characters are ready, and I'm just gonna say I'm ready for next season. Yeah. Speaking of which, remembering little things it's like not that. available. Like, no, <laughs> just ready for next season. Oh yeah, and we were gonna play this weekend, but without Dim, it kind of yeah, feels. Oh my gosh! To so play a little bit, know, the like... first weekend of um the new season, all third-party apps and API help is down. So it's not just third-party; their own API. Yeah, their own Any app API. Is down. Yeah, anything. Uh, API. So it's, it's but, a. But... It's not ideal. No, it's it a shit show. It does definitely show you how cumbersome the existing system is. Because I went, I was down on the moon. I was like just getting like vendor bounties, just little stuff. So I go to the moon and pick up, and Eris Morn wants me to get submachine gun kills. I'm like, crap, I don't have a submachine gun on me, which would mean go back to the tower. Just go back to the tower and get one. Two seconds. What? Two seconds. Go back to the tower, grab one, go back. Go back to the tower, go into the vault, read through that vault, and try to figure out which one of those icons is the submachine gun (laughs) that I'm actually looking for. Describe Risk Runner and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you, Sally. But it, when you get used to a certain lifestyle, yeah, it's yeah. very difficult. It's not a few seconds. It's You're crippling. talking about adding an extra it's five crippling. minutes. No, I'm just joking. So if you it's have, crippling. If you have 30 minutes to play and you have to spend five minutes of it going back to the tower to get a particular if, gun. If you're a dimmer, like, yeah. this weekend's going to be crippling. <laughs> Yeah, or any other like dimmer. What I know, but I do feel bad for them because it's like the game was running okay. They launched the dungeon, the game starts crashing. Yeah, they turn off API. The crashes stop. What did the dungeon do to the API? I know, seriously. Like, how are those two connected? (laughs) It just shows you how complicated this game really, really is. Yeah, I, so, I don't. I don't. I feel for them. I that's do why feel for they, them. It's, you know, it's, yeah, nobody wants this to happen. Yeah, of course not. Well, and that's where it's like Sally, is like Sally bug, just starved for resources. Sally bug, what? You've been shirking your duties. What? Oh, have you been moderating the chat? Moderating? She was supposed to I be moderating been the interacting chat. Interacting with him. I don't. No, you haven't. You don't notice that I've been interacting. One thing. He said one thing. 
You said one then, thing. I, I asked him how, um, how the new dungeon our was. Our listener, but, Richard, came in and said he's enjoying this season more than last. So Sally Bug should definitely buy it. The dungeon is fun with different mechanics, and the seasonal mooring can get boring, but you know, loot. Loot. I agree with that, Richard. I think that is the biggest value. The loot you get from Uh, the seasonal pass. Just buying the loot. Just like if you look at it, not anything else. I can't use everything. It's more than I need. All those... No, I agree. There's yeah. too many weapons. I yes, I'm, too I, many fucking please weapons. Stop. Please stop with the weapons. No more. No more. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm with you. I'm wondering on that. if I'm wondering I, if I need them to explode my vault again. I'd rather have five they... good weapons than fifty pieces of crap. No, oh, I've played like for what an hour today, and I already have like three new weapons, and now I have to decide whether or not it's something I yeah, want. And now to there's homework to do. <laughs> And I can't get one to dim and compare it with anything else. I just want to play. Oh, I don't like want homework anymore. into my vault. <laughs> I know. Just look at it and think, am I going to use this? Am but I? But it's hard to know. Going. Um, what video how do you was answer, it? It's Dado how you answer and, that question um, that's Mylan. Mylan? Yeah. From a few, a few weeks ago, Dado <laughs> did a vault cleanup with Mylan. It was very entertaining. Oh, I'll have very to check beautiful. that out. Yeah. It, He's fun. done that with a few other um, yeah. content creators, and I, I kind of, I think he did it with Astacross. I want to watch some of those so I can get some ideas from Dado. It's like, okay, what yeah, really can I get rid of? It's fun, and it's actually very inspirational, the way he approaches yeah management. yeah so uh, yeah maybe do that and take notes while we're waiting for dim to come back so well i'm feeling mighty dim uh we should talk a little bit i did we decide i guess sally bug you are gonna buy the new season we bullied buy it but i mean i, I don't want to talk about this i had i don't want to talk about it this week we but... even started this but i knew this was in the show notes so i didn't so it could be part of our conversation <laughs> oh my <laughs> god a, you can't say the quiet part out well, loud. Hell, we just no. wasted an hour talking <laughs> oh. about something we didn't even need to talk about no, this not is really. Bullshit. Because it's like I know oh, I'm yeah, not edit that out. Post. I'm gonna have okay. to edit so out the last hour. You don't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, you'll just have to like it. You'll have to edit that part out. I mean, I'm gonna. <laughs> what do we com- think of moments of triumph? I'm gonna combine the moments of triumph and the dawning anticipations. But before we get to that, I just want to um, give a little um, taste of maybe next episode. We can discuss whether I should buy the deluxe version of uh, the pre-order for Lightfall, or should I just get the regular? It's a $50 difference, right? And, uh, yeah, so that's that's for next time. Uh, uh, should I buy... We should start a new Should I Buy It segment. <laughs> should I buy oh, it? latest silver uh, ornaments. I, I will say this whole time, just since you brought it up. Yeah. If you just go to the Play Store, it's like $70 for the base game. So that $50 really is the fa- the $50 one is a deal right now. That's just a deal that's out right now, probably for the holidays. So what I should probably t- uh, take advantage of it. What is the deal? You can no, buy the, the base game, the pre-order the base game you for $50. You can order Lightfall, the but regular version, it, like, for 50 on the Expo- That's Xbox without the annual Light store, pass. it's 70 bucks. It's like $69.99. Wow. Oh, oh, $50 not, is a good deal then. So if you can find it for $50, that's a good deal. 
like the disc game. Oh, is that so? No. So Sally Bug, that's why so. we were saying fifty dollars is not. It doesn't it didn't feel like a deal. I was like, no, like because I re- us remember thinking if you buy yeah. the deluxe, it absolutely is a deal. Because if you do that and they still if have the dungeon the math, key for twenty dollars, right. and each season, each additional season is another thirty dollars, and it's, so that's seventy plus fifty, which is saving 20 bucks you're basically getting the dungeon key for free wow 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 okay so um moments of triumph is anybody going to even attempt to complete those i usually get those just vicariously it depends on what they are sometimes just by playing the game just just because i've been playing it pretty I, it depends on what they are and how many of them you need to get to get the seal. I mean, I'll go, I'll try to get the seal, but I don't know. It depends on whether, because there's always like a trials one. There's always ones that are related to Crucible. And it's just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to manage that, but I don't know. I'll look at I'll look at them. I usually end up getting it every year, so I feel like it's like the flu. <laughs> Stop. What? <laughs> Does anybody hear me? Or did I just go? Yeah. No, okay. I, <laughs> um, taking it all in. Moments of triumph. Um. There's a lot to I, do. Well, I still haven't done Legendary Witch Queen campaign. Yeah. What about Raid Runner Dungeon River? Complete the oh, raid and dungeon objectives. I can't do that. You can. I think I do we still have um Richard in the chat? I think he would offer his help. I can't even do the Gotator sure. challenge, which is a, a raid or dungeon weapon pattern unlocked. I don't do those enough. Well, well, if we get better right, at totems, that's part of it, yeah. And holiday break is <laughs> just one, around Daniel. the corner. I think, yeah. guys, Deepstone Crypt has just come out, and we know how to do that. We've I'm got that one down, thing. right? Isn't it Will coming out? Give me the opportunity to do some moments of triumph. It never it went away, or, Sally or is it Bug. getting ready to come out? The Deepstone Crypt. It never went away. It has updated perks now, though. It has craftable weapons now. Yeah, they polished it a little bit. Well, it's part of the rotator. It's not like you can't just go in and do it. Just now it's worth doing. So we, but it never this whole time we could have done it so, anytime, Sally Bud. So, I mean, our core raid team, we, we had that one down. I think we could go in and do that one and farm those. Oh, something that we haven't mentioned, which weapons. I think is worth mentioning here for this season. The new seasonal activity has a power modifier where enemies are five above your power level regardless of what your power level oh that's yeah level is it's it's got to be harder right it is much harder is way more challenging um and i guess it will be the same level of challenging all season we'll see depending on how well i can get my builds together it's kind of cool i like that but i i think that's a great way great step in the right direction for making power level less of a grind and less of a must do like if they could incorporate that to other areas of the game like i was saying with um nightfalls right 
It just let be, it, don't um, lock out of the Grandmaster. Just like let you. It's like when Grandmasters release, they release. Yeah, exactly. go in and try I mean, it. If I, and if, if you're fifty missed... under level, you'll feel it, and you'll just not play it. You'll just say, "Oops, I need to go level up." No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it shouldn't be like that. It should be like if you're fifty under level, it should still be the same level of difficulty as someone who's 50 above level it should just be a set level of difficulty it should mm -hmm. be a skill yeah. issue not a grind issue yes gotcha. there hello you okay oh, i hope okay. bungie's gotcha. listening yep. um yes. so yeah that there's is, a I lot have of heard i did hear a couple of i did see a couple of feedbacks in the twitter saying that they people appreciate the difficulty level of the new activity I haven't done it yet so i don't that's know that's rich coming but... from them <laughs> the internet people oh yeah. my goodness you you are now for dawning today. 2022 which has yet to arrive do we know when it's coming so next week next, next tuesday week. next, next week. tuesday yeah, a few days um, I was just my saying, question was is this like, are they like, going to have I those think... lovely snowballs again i loved throwing the snowballs at the vex that was years ago at this point and i say it every year they need to bring back the snowballs so much fun. And, and, have stasis and synergy. scoring and strikes, strike playlist. Mm-hmm. Medals. Will we're, we get a pretty um, sword? I wonder the Zephyr. I'll have to bring out my stasis Zephyr sword again. I always, I actually use uh, Zephyr um, yeah. all year long. It's my go-to. I love that if sword. I know that I need stasis, to yeah. go against it's Briggs. You it's can such just a go pretty sword, them. too. I'm going to have it's to so get pretty. out my Vapor Will Spin. Vapor will spin. Vapor will spin. That's what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. look, in Vaporeon. anticipation of dawning coming, and since the API is down anyway, just get on and check out your character in dawning gear. Like, get get the right, get get a dawning, you know, get your sparrow. dawning ghost shell, your dawning sparrow. What about the sparrow that poops out glimmer? Yes. <laughs> that is it's great. It's necessary. You know like what the, I love though is I that like the sparrow ones that, that they like came with the Christmas the snowflakes. Lights. The sparrow yes. with the Christmas lights. Wait, which I don't one's know if that? I forgot that one. It was. I think it came out a uh, uh, last year, the year before. It's not yeah. dawning cheer, it is it? It kind of looked like the. Um, it looked it was like you know Snoopy's or bright dust. I think. It's like Snoopy's yeah, kinda, house. It, it's it's very pretty. Yeah. And it, so that's it, what it, you do. I'm gonna get on and just like I like prep up my. My uh, gingerbread ghost is my oh, ghost that? of choice. Anyone else who's a, oh, I've a holiday got, ghost of choice? Actually, <laughs> your ghost romance choice? girl, the gingerbread ghost is my year-round ghost because it's got like, it's, it's my year-round year ghost. Warlock. I just barely play on my warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. It's I'm my year-round ghost because I've got like, well, it's the, fully leveled up. The Festival of the Lost Paper Bat is my year-round ghost. Oh, yeah. I love my that one too. ghost is the yeah. um, cat. The Festival of the Lost Cat. The paper cat or the Yeah, the paper cat. Paper cat. But um, my second one the my two go to's are the paper cat and the snowball. Do we have the any go to projections for your ghost? Oh um, Sally have, Bug doesn't like, like projections. The, I like um, the cat for um Festival of the Lost, the cat projection. I do the cat one because I like the way it meows when you if pull somebody it out. can find an image well, no, of that, the Christmas I mean, the light sparrow, please, there. by all means. Put it in the Discord. 
If somebody can find the uh, an image of the Christmas, I can't find the one with the Christmas lights, the sparrow. I found the polar bear one, which oh. is very clunky to ride, but it's so, it looks yeah. so cool. But I I can't um, find I can't find the. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I can't find I it. Put it in the my, Discord if um, you can find I it. I think my snowball dawning shell that I have. If only Dim was has, up, I could just find it on my character. I know. The, I know. Has the dawning, um, you know, the dawning, just the dawning symbol, like that little almost snowflakey star. Right. Um, that's that's what I. Um, that's a projection I use most of the time. I, I, the I, cross I, I, I could, symphony. I could. What is it? Um, cross EDZ symphony. Cross EDZ symphony, huh? Oof. As far as projections, like, though, I can it's take like them or leave them. It's orchestra, but cross EDZ <laughs> symphony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I love it. All right. Uh, oh, there it is. Thank you. All right. Now I am going to paste that into our podcast visually. Um, for those of you listening to this podcast on the platform of your choice, please, uh, this is a re- public service reminder that on Saturday at noon Eastern time, you can also see the visuals on the YouTubes because that's where, we're, where we are streaming live. Hello. End of PSA. Hi. My Discord crapped out because I didn't. Good thing with too, because we were saying bad things about you. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I we did. That. We did. Uh, the... Sallybug. We did find. I mean, if you look you at I... look at our slides. Oh, I see it. I think I yeah. have that one. I think I oh, did I, end up buying that one because I, I loved it. it so much. Well, I. Oh, I hope normally I, I could look in dim, but it might be available for silver yeah. this year. And I like the um Silver I, I just like the I like the dawning ornaments. So like I mean the like for the I like the whole Do you think there'll be Pelican this year? Has that been confirmed? What's that? Is Pelham gonna win the snowball again? That would be my guess. I th- I predict Pelham's gonna win the snowball contest this year. Oh, they're not gonna bring back snowballs, it's too fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like to destroy our fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what I thought of? I thought of uh, another cup of coffee. Should we talk about coffee for a moment before we do the uh, Destiny sound check? Sure. Let's. Let's do it. Let's uh, queue up our favorite uh, coffee boutique. The Parent Casual Destiny Podcast presents. Eva Levante's Coffee Boutique. I could use some coffee. Anybody here have some coffee today? I had two cups. I had two cups and it tasted just like Christmas. <gasps> it was the most delicious. Christmas in a cup. Speaking of Christmas gingerbread ghost cup. shells, yep. Yeah, it's um gingerbread coffee. 
And I think it's with a French Sumatra, like French a Sumatra. combination. Oh, no, it's no, no. French it's the Michelangelo blend. Oh, the Michelangelo blend. Yeah. We're saving the French, the French Sumatra blend. for the butter rum, is it? Butter rum. Yeah. That's our next one. But That's we had to get through the gingerbread first. So right. we have gingerbread. Um, so the butter rum will be next in our next podcast. For sure, we'll have finished the gingerbread by then. But... Absolutely. So yes, it does. So I drank it black. Sally, did you, I noticed the half and half was almost out. Did you? The half and half is gone. I just put your coconut milk in oh, it. Oh, coconut this time milk. Around. There you go. It was good. Was it good? It was good. Not as satisfying as half and half. I definitely want to go buy some, but mm. it's good. It's it's just a tasty enough cup of coffee that. How about you guys? Yeah, Stego and Romance. What about the coffee situation? Oh, or tea. We had to do an emergency Starbucks run this morning. Got to be oh, too no. late. There's no yeah. shame in that. There's no yeah. shame. Starbucks is my like out of all the like, you know, like between Dunks and Starbucks and for us Aroma Joes. <laughs> Starbucks is our go-to. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at the Trans Siberian Orchestra comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still can't Cross get over EDZ it. Symphony. <laughs> yeah, it was genius. <laughs> I want that sparrow. Okay, I'm sorry. Carry on. Um, so the Starbucks. Uh, what was the order, if you don't mind? I know it's personal information that you don't want to share. Oh, on we the got internet. a couple impossible breakfast sandwiches. It's like Ooh. the vegetarian. Holy shit! Um, You're going in style, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I got a, uh, venti iced coffee with an extra shot and coconut milk. Yeah. Coconut milk is popular today. And And Daniel, what'd you get? Just black? Uh, no, pumpkin cream cold brew. You got that last time. You really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's our usual. PCCB. Pumpkin cream cold brew. That is get off my case about Christmas it. blend out. They usually have a pretty decent Christmas blend. <laughs> oh, Sally Bug, we have to uh, look into some matcha. Have you ever heard of matcha? Yeah. I think I mean, Eva Levante, we would win her favor. Even you think so? Yes. Well, we are going to anyway by baking cookies. Do you think they're going to bring the cookies back? <laughs> they don't bring the snowballs. They'll bring the cookies. Bring on the cookies. I'm hoping there's some fun lore as well. I like the the Christmas the sorry the dawning lore um, is always interesting yes. and fun and lighthearted. Um. I'm excited for... You know what I want? I want Ava Levante to give Spider a good talking to. A good spanking. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay. We need... Okay. 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 Build, bake enough cookies to continue upgrading the Elixir quarter yeah, with lights. With she, lights. She'll show him Ooh. how it's really done. <gasps> Introduce the Elixir to the uh, humanity's the traditions, God. right? Dawning. dawning. It's the spirit of the dawning. I bet you they have an equivalent, like an uh, sort of an elixir Kwanzaa or something. They have a spider. Wouldn't think so. Spider has no no, no f- house spirit the, of giving. He's he is the, the ultimate. 
He's the he's, Grinch of the Alexni. He's Scrooge, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I'd like to see if we can make his heart expand a little bit this dawning season. Nobody's ever given him a gift. That's the problem. So maybe uh, Ido can break tradition and give a little gift to Spider and it'll melt his heart like the Winter Warlock. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, we could probably write the dawning lore based on this conversation. But anyway, um, I think it's time for our final segment. Well, our next to final segment, but our special segment. I'm going to keep it kind of short, but I did want to just make a little salute today to um, a great, great uh, voice actor. And uh, that voice actor's name is none other than uh, Brian T. Delaney. And he is probably most well-known for the sole survivor in Fallout 4, doing that voice, and also Master Mantis in Kung Fu Panda video gamedom. Uh, but here in our favorite game, that's Destiny 2, for those of you just tuned in, um, he does the voice of Clovis Bray. So I started off there. I was like listening to the Clovis dialogue in the, in the opening season mission for this season. And um, the Clovis Bray voice, uh, it reminded me of how much I liked it uh, during um, the Beyond Light campaign. And uh, reminds me of, I feel like, and I'd love to find out from Brian Delaney if perhaps Vincent Price might have been an influence or an inspiration for the Clovis Bray character because it reminds me, uh, it has the same cadence and sort of accent, if you will, of a Vincent Price uh, doing um, his Clovis Bray character. He also voices, get this, not just Clovis Bray. Does anybody know who else Brian T. Delaney voices in the game of Destiny 2? You'll probably never guess. He does not only the voice of Praxis, who we really haven't heard too much from. I mean, he comes over that staticky radio that's near the stranger on in her little hangout there on Europa. Mm-hmm. But he also does Saint-14, so very versatile. I would have never guessed that the voice of Clovis Bray is the same uh, voice actor as, uh, who does Saint-14. So um, a salute to him for giving us su- such fine acting throughout um, our game. And uh, I downloaded a couple snippets I edited a couple snippets. Let's listen to um, Clovis Bray. And uh, this is when we are first introduced to Clovis Bray. Artificial intelligence activated. Who in the hell do you think you are? Excuse me? The Deep Stone Crypt has stood for centuries without intervention. From the ether, your people swoop in and destroy my work without thought. Your work? Are you? More than just an AI? Indeed. I am an exact replica of Clovis Bray I's consciousness. Woken, thanks to the intruders in the crypt. Those guardians weren't the intruders. They were trying to protect it from the fallen. Fallen? 
an alien race that appeared after the collapse. The collapse? Sounds like I have much to catch up on. I suppose if you're telling the truth, I should offer my gratitude to your kind. In the meantime, perhaps you can refrain from further destroying my life's work, hmm? <laughs> Genius. Now I know uh, my my colleagues here at the Paracasual Destiny Podcast can't hear what I hear there and what everybody else hears. But that was Clovis Bray when he was first awoken by us in Beyond Light. And he had no idea who the Fallen were. And he had no idea about the collapse. It was really kind of cool. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share those files with you guys so you can hear them. And here's a very short uh, Saint 14. I decided to go for the very first Saint 14 line that we dialogue that we heard when he comes through the, you know, the portal uh, from the infinite. Not the, it's not the infinite forest, is it? It's the inter infinite forest. Yeah, uh, he comes through. Orders of time. What? Corridors, of, corridors time? of time. Uh, yeah, I guess it was the corridors of time. He comes through, dragging the dead Vex with him. So here's here's that dialogue. It's it's very short. They call me the great Titan, whoever lived. But I would be dead if not for you. Yeah, they call me the greatest Titan that ever lived, but I'd be dead if not for you. Was that one line there? That he gives us. That's the very first time we heard Saint Fourteen. Of course, we've heard a lot from him since then. And finally, uh, as part of our uh, sort of salute to Brian T. Delaney, uh, great voice actor, amongst many other things, of course. Um, this is him talking uh, in an interview on GT Live about his voice acting with Bethesda. He has a lot of good things to say about them, but I just wanted to play a snippet so you can hear his normal talking voice, his everyday voice. Here he is. Uh, what is it like working with Bethesda and doing video game VO compared to any other project? Bethesda is awesome. And I'm not just saying that because they've hired me. I mean, it, this project... I've never been a part of anything of this magnitude. It's been a great time. They're awesome. There's always a developer on the horn, you know, while, while I'm doing my session and stuff like that. They're all awesome. And uh, to me, video, video game VO, which is my bread and butter, you know, financially, it's also the best time. It's the best time. Uh, and I love it. So, yeah. We can thank Luke Skywalk 122 for that question. Awesome. Thanks, Luke Skywalk. I have a quick little interjection I'm curious about. All right. So, yeah, he was just talking about how much his favorite thing that he does. He does some acting and some other things, but his favorite thing is voiceover. And Romance Girl Stego and Sally Bug, um, I will I will link you to the part in the podcast where I played those those snippets so you guys can hear. Them. I haven't quite figured out how to feed um, particular desktop apps audio to the discord output where my mic also goes as well without having it you know feed over what's going out through o obs you know how to do it private sort of separately from that so but hopefully in the future i'll be able to do that um it is time now for 
our... Oh, you know what I forgot to do, Sally Bug? What's that? Move the slide up. You didn't tell me. We had a beautiful um, Destiny Soundcheck slide there with a picture of uh, <laughs> Brian T. Oh, Delaney let's, and let's his beloved him. characters. There he is. There he is. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, Romance, are you able to see the stream? Yeah. Uh, there but he is. Stego can't access it. So. Oh, he's, on a, he's on a different device. But he can see the slides, though. So mm -hmm. he can see that. Yeah. All right. So you know what it's time for now. Sally Bug couldn't have said it better than the uh, sound spot. It's the non-Destiny media consumption. What have you been consuming outside of the game of Destiny? And I don't know, Richard, if you're still hanging out in chat, I'd love to hear what you've been doing as well. Um, or join the chat and let us know. Either way. Um, I'll start with Sally Bug. Sally Bug, what you been doing? Um, well, you know, we're like full fledged into the whole Christmas season. So watching some Christmas movies. Um, I think earlier this week you and I watched Bad Santa, which I don't think we watched last season. I forgot how funny that movie actually is. Um uh the late great John Ritter. Um and, and Bernie Mac. And oh Bernie God. Mac. Just really good acting Beautiful and just, chemistry. just a Fun, fun movie. Um, a little hard, on, got, a little hard around the got, edges, though. A little sharp around the edges, I should say. Yeah, we got duped um, into watching a movie called um, "Christmas Holiday." I don't remember. It's like from the nineteen forties. Has Gene Kelly in it, and get this: it is so dark. There's like nothing really Christmassy about it. It's just kind of like this film noir. Um, the only Christmassy thing about it is the guy gets like he's trying to make his way back home to um, probably do something not so nice to his ex-fiance who has married someone else. Um but he gets grounded in New Orleans and then he learns this sad tale of this other woman um, and her husband, who is Gene Kelly. And get this, Gene Kelly doesn't dance at all. There were several opportunities for, the, for him to dance in that movie, yet none. No dancing scenes, just dark Why did murder. you think there was going to be dancing? Uh, Gene Kelly. Because it's Gene Kelly. Dancing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know he's known for dancing, but. You know, I mean, pretty much any other movie I've seen him in, that was like the focus of the movie. No, was so. there singing without dancing or just it wasn't that type of movie? Yes, actually, the, um, well, he didn't sing, but the his um, co-star did. She mm. sang, she was like a singer by trade, so she sang. A and you couple could see of times, him just like having to physically it. restrain himself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, no, I mean he played kind of like this dark character. Like it was just like it would Deanna. not have been Deanna in Durbin, his... right? Yeah, Deanna Durbin. So I don't know. I, I we felt a little duped because it was like you know called Christmas holiday, but it was like uh, there was nothing holiday about it. It's more like a Christmas and... hell. 
<laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. And we had te- yeah, so, but other than that, yeah, we've watched some other good Christmas movies as well. And like I said, Bad Son, it was, it was fun. I forgot how fun that movie was, so. Um, good acting all around. Good chemistry. All of them, so. Stego, what you been up to? We recently watched, um, last weekend, we watched all of the Netflix anime Cyberpunk Edge Runners, mm. which um, was a lot of fun. Um, Recommended. Yeah, it was very cool. Very cool. Very, stylistically, just incredibly impressive. Um, took a little psychic damage, I guess from watching it. <laughs> it was a little sad, but it was very cool colors. Yeah. Cool animation. Uh, very, very cool. Um, quite the experience. Makes me want to get um, Cyberpunk for the Xbox Series X. <laughs> I heard it's a good game. I heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Romance Girl, anything else going on over there? Non-Destiny? Um, well, I've been playing the latest Disney Dreamlight Valley update. They did a, a thing for the uh, seasonal pass for Christmas. And so it's been fun unlocking the, you know, Christmas cosmetics. Oh, you can actually put a skin fun. on um, one of your villagers is Merlin from Sword in the Stone. And they came out with a oh, that's a fun skin for him. So he's just like, <laughs> that's awesome. He's I like love it. Wizard hat and his robes are all red with like or uh, you know, festive design all over. And his cane became a candy cane. Oh, that's hilarious. And uh, and then we had festive uh, another skin for Mickey, and so he kind of um looks like his. I'm kind of looking at it. It's like a Dickensian hat. Like a yeah, yeah. It's like a top like the hat. Top hat. I'm looking the at red, it. Yeah, now. the red. Yeah, yeah. it looks so um, so much fun. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So this game has been just like actually. So I was I wasn't expecting for it being a Disney video game to have this much playability, but it's very playable. It's very it feels fun. like a almost like a Kingdom's heart. King. Oh, it's more like a Sim. It, yeah, it's thing. like Animal Crossing, but okay. um, with with uh, Disney characters. I could see Elena liking this one, Sally. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. I think it'd be fun even without the Disney aspect, but they actually do a really thoughtful job with the incorporating of these characters. Cool. It is a very sweet, cute game. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's um on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, for those I mean, of you who yeah, have that's one, a, that's a big plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Always. Oh, um, and we started watching um the Sandman. Oh, very oh, good. What the do you think so far? So far, so good. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, well, well we really done. Like very high too. production value on it for sure. Mm-hmm. So I guess my only contribution is I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music on Spotify. Um, matter of fact, I have to start researching some uh, Wilco Johnson, uh, R.I.P., and also Christine McVie, R.I.P., mm. music for a podcast I do 
tonight, uh, I'm going to be doing one tonight. We're going to do a tribute to those two great musicians who've passed on and left us a legacy of music. So I'm going to be doing, we're going to be celebrating them tonight in the Get Out Those Old Records podcasts. Um, but I've also been listening to a lot of Christmas tunes and I discovered some Hawaiian Christmas music by the brothers Casimero, C-A-Z-I-M-E-R-O. doesn't sound like a very Hawaiian name, but they are Hawaiian musicians who are very popular in Hawaii amongst Hawaiians. And um, I've always kind of liked them, and I didn't know about their Christmas catalog, which is delightful interesting arrangements um very relaxing very chill uh without without being loungy i mean there's plenty of loungy um christmas hawaiian christmas music out there and this was very tasteful different direction more homegrown hawaiian music and uh so i think that's about it for this episode because I am getting excited about maybe getting on Destiny 2 a little more today. I think today's going to be my last day of playing for a little while. Work is getting very busy after this week- weekend. And, and I have to start uh, preparing for a live music show coming up next weekend that I will be participating in. So... And I know you guys are probably busy down there, too. Uh if you don't ask me, mind me asking, uh, Stego, when do you, uh, when's your first day or your, when's your last day of work before, uh, the holiday break? I got another week and a half of classes. Oh, My so last you're going... day of classes is the 21st. Okay. And then, um, we will have the 22nd off. And so we got like a couple days of, um, couple extra days but basically it's two full weeks off it's like two and a half weeks. that's nice Ooh, nice, that's even nice. nicer oh. so you're going past yeah. the new year which is so very when do nice. you go back to school it's like the week after the um first uh, students come back on the 10th we have a pd day a teacher okay day on, yeah um, see we, we're getting it on Monday the front before. end and you're getting it on the back end it sounds yeah. like so are this this next week is our last week, so and we have a half day Friday, so that'll be nice. And then we go back. We don't what? go back. On, we go back yeah, we third. go back on like the third. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. not bad. Well, I am going to sign us out of this episode sixty three. Wow, sixty three. Sixty three. Uh, not that's a lot. That's a long time, especially since we went to every other week. It's a bi weekly podcast so to speak and um let's kick up that outro there we go yes um so thank you thank you everybody who came and uh chatted with us or listened to us um either live or after the fact um you know you can join us live on youtube every other saturday at noon noon time eastern time that is 11 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, I believe it's start around 3 in the afternoon UK time. Um, but go ahead and subscribe to us if you like us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, even though we don't do much there. 
except for like other people's stuff, occasional retweet. Until next time, it's goodbye from all of us here at the podcast, named the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Keep pushing back the darkness, Guardians. Bye. Bye. Bye.